Hello, and welcome to the Great Game Debate Podcast, where friends come together to talk about video games and our lives. I'm your host once again, back from Moving Hell, Kate and Berthay Lane. And joining me, of course, is none other than the godfather of the debate himself and resident Blackbird father, Jonah Gomez. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, man? How is the move? Uh, I mean, it was hell. Uh, my wife's six months pregnant, so I had to move entirely by myself. Oh, and man. If you've... If you ever tried to manhandle a 200-pound foam mattress up and down stairs, oh, man, dude, that was that was something. I just, like, had to, like, tap into, like, a part of my brain that I didn't know existed and, like, rage through it, like, guts berserk style. But dude, just I... making sounds and whatnot the entire time. Yeah, yeah, I was just, like, screaming incoherently. My wife's, like, hiding in the corner. Yeah. I totally understand after... Uh... After my daughter was born, like the day after we had to move into our new oh, apartment. Jesus. And so I 100% get it, but I thankfully had help. So I'm sorry, dude. That sucks <laughs> so We're bad. good. New place is better. It's a huge improvement. We got internet. We're good. Heck yeah. Uh, Steven, the saucy how have you been, mate? Yeah, I've been good, man. Just freaking playing Resident Evil 4 just non-stop. I, mean, mm-hmm. I was playing Resident Evil 4 before I bought Remake, and then I've just been just going one to the other. When I can play Remake, yeah. I've been playing Remake, and then at night and stuff when I'm with the kids, I'm just playing Resident Evil 4 on my Switch, and it's just been just yeah, such a jolly time revisiting. Right now. Yeah, one of my favorite games of all time. So, yeah, it's just been awesome. Oh, yeah. Love it. Sounds like heaven. Yeah. And uh, for lack of a better nickname that we haven't come up with yet, I'm gonna start calling Mateo the the little the little baby boy of the Great Game Debate <laughs> podcast. How you doing, Mateo? That's an the youngest one. oldest <laughs> member. Yeah, yeah that, that was that was fun. I like that. I'm doing all right, dude. It's uh, it's been sick time over here in Austin for me. You know, lots of people uh, love spring, and I hate spring because right everything changes. All the weather changes. My sinuses fill up. Don't mm-hmm. like it. Yep. Yep. Been yep. Sinus yep. held the last three days. <laughs> and our special guest this week on the podcast is none other than returning guest in front of the show, Ryan Stabell of I was gonna say Spelunkers, but oh. Friendly Fire Games. <laughs> Nearly Katie got Rock. you. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. Caden, I'm amazed I didn't get a phone call or a text to help you move because I live less than an hour. And I own a pickup truck. Well, it's about an hour. <laughs> uh, Damn, yeah, rookie move. Rookie I, move. I, I, all, all I can say is, uh, you know, I, I grew up in one of those toxic environments where, like, my parents were the kind of people that, like, uh, hated imposing on other people and never asked for help. And I guess that affected me. So I got to do better going forward. Also, I was hoping I would live closer to you now, Ryan, but it's like the exact same distance. I just moved like <laughs> laterally, like around the circumference of you. You know, still, it's yeah. like anywhere in Connecticut from where I'm at is like no real, no more it's, than an hour away, crazy. really, yeah, except well, for Danbury, which is two hours from everywhere. In oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's where our uh, birth center is. And we live closer to Danbury now, which is nice because we were driving like over an hour to get there from yeah. our last place so because yeah. everywhere's like two hours from mm-hmm. <laughs> well i realize now that we didn't talk about an icebreaker but <laughs> i hope you all stopped by uh the Brightlands and picked up the forbidden blade because it's time for the icebreaker that was an Octopath Traveler 2 reference. Thank, uh, thank you for, for that. <laughs> I needed that. <laughs> I'm not, I can't confirm that the Forbidden Blade is actually in the Brylands. It was just the only place in the game I could remember <laughs> in a second. Um, but 
it is indeed the time for the icebreaker. And we have a question coming in from Chris Logan. When you're gaming and have to pee, how long do you wait before you finally pause and take care of it? All right. I got an answer for this. And this is recent. This was last night. So oh. we were in the middle of a very heated Fortnite match, right? And we ended up winning with 30 kills. But you Whoa. don't pause Fortnite. You play <laughs> through the pain until you get that dub. And we got the dub. And then I got to go to the bathroom. And it was yeah. sweet bliss. It's probably the best yeah. urination you've ever seen. Yeah, <laughs> I'm riding on the dopamine wave and yeah. peeing at the same time. It's great. It's like when you go on a five-mile hike and it's like the best water you've ever had in your life. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like the weird inverse nerd version of that. <laughs> um, I'm one of those people that like almost never plays multiplayer games so i just have yeah. the luxury of if i got a pee i go unless you're playing something like a souls game or monster hunter mm. that inexplicably doesn't let you pause the game even though yeah, it's a single yeah. player game. <laughs> uh right you got any uh, strong thoughts on the topic of uh gamer urination yeah i think it depends right like when you are playing single player for the most part pause i'll go pee not a big deal but there are those games multiplayer and not just that like the first wave of like oh, i gotta piss eh, i can i can push yeah, that away yeah. it doesn't have to it doesn't have to be right now yeah uh and then the second wave comes and it's like mm, and you look out and you're like ah someone's in the bathroom i'll wait <laughs> mm -hmm. but uh the time that third and fourth wave comes that's when you're in some yeah, deep yeah. unpausable cutscene. <laughs> yeah it's gonna force you to wait for another 45 minutes Mm -hmm. uh, so you know maybe maybe an hour and a half you know it's uh <laughs> that was Fortnite yeah. for me last night i was like oh yeah. my god <laughs> honestly though the pressure on my bladder made me so much more accurate <laughs> <laughs> you're like fighting your way to the bathroom I, no exactly so, dude i i went like, like ultra emergency, instinct medical emergency <laughs> i went ultra instinct i hit every single one of my sniper shots there's no yeah. wasted ammo 100 percent accuracy i was on another plane of existence while my bladder is pushing on yeah. the insides of my body and i'm like yeah. it was it was something else yeah. but i achieved yeah. new heights I really uh, want to be the voice of reason here and say, when you need to pee, just go pee immediately. Just go pee, yeah. But, <laughs> but, but I, was, checked. <laughs> I was playing gun game with uh, with Jonah the other night, and I had to pee so bad, but we were, Jonah and I were like one and two fighting for like the number one spot. I wouldn't have called, I wouldn't have tried to step away from that game for anything. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Um, well, I do recommend yeah. uh, that you... Uh, urinate at least uh, every two hours because if you uh if you hold your pee you could cause yourself uh damage to your uh your bladder you could give yourself uh problems with your um pelvic floor muscles so yeah pee or it can to. increase your uh you know your kd in Fortnite. so you really gotta weigh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, gotta weigh that yeah. Yeah. start drinking a half like, gallon before when, you when, when it's like when when you actually your your bladder is so full that you actually become paralyzed like and you, you've got to like you gotta like hunch walk that's when <laughs> oh, it's like God, okay I, pro I can't probably feel should have... <laughs> oh my god yeah. this question turned out so much better than i thought it was yeah. going to <laughs> 
Thanks, GGD, Chris. Great game debate, brand adult diapers. <laughs> Gamer diapers. Oh my god. Well, let's see if oh, let's see god. if we can get that printed at Redbubble. Yeah. <laughs> Battle <game>. piss. Um, <laughs> all right. Our second uh, icebreaker comes in from Randall Reborn in the Discord. Thank you, Randall. Uh, marry, date, or kill these video game mechanics. Pet the cat or dog. Fishing or board game slash card mini games. Steven. Oh my God. <laughs> no. Nothing is in fishing and card games. No two games are created equal. Sometimes yes. fishing mechanics are so fun. Sometimes mm. fishing mechanics are so either overcomplicated or bad. Like, I don't love it in freaking Twilight Princess, for instance. I don't <laughs> like fishing in Twilight Princess. Oh, man. Um, I played so much fishing in Twilight Princess. Yeah. And you go to the like, fishing hole, game. dude. Oh, the yeah. fishing hole's so good. Fishing, but like fishing in um, oh, a short hike. Yeah, awesome. Love it. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, man. Like fishing in oh, fishing in Animal Crossing so good, but I kind of want to kill fishing. It's so hard to Aww. say. I, I don't want to kill fishing because I I love it in video games. But I've done thirty years of fishing. What about? I don't think I've done enough card games, and I've done card games for also twenty years. I love card games ever since I started playing. Obviously, I never knew how to play the Pokemon TCG when I was freaking 10 years old, but, like, uh, no one did. Everyone was just yeah, trading yeah. them. Um, uh, but, yeah, so, like, I think I could go for more card games. I'm probably going to I'm probably gonna marry card games, and I'm probably going to kiss petting the dog. I'm not going to kiss the dog. I'm kissing the petting yes, the yes, dog. Yes, disgusting. You're disgusting. <laughs> um, this is interesting because there are so many games that are just the entire game is fishing. So if you kill fishing in video I games, know. Like, like, do you kill the, like Dredge? Yeah. Like, do you kill yeah, like... Dredge is... It, it, it's, a bo- it's a boating simulator game where you're boating yeah. around. Not doing anything. Not Never making money. Wait, are you saying I can turn Dredge into like... <laughs> Cthulhu uh, wave Cruise race chip, <laughs> <laughs> but you only go like five knots an hour. <laughs> yeah, I would play that. I've got my ship up to like eighty some odd knots in that game. Ooh, Cthulhu wave race, let's go, yeah. baby! Uh, considering your current infatuation with uh, the fishing game Dredge, Mate, how are you feeling about this question? I am definitely in my fisherman era, so I've got to marry. The board game card game mechanics i'm such a sucker for stuff uh, like that dude. there's been some ooh, very mediocre yeah. games that i've played just because yeah. i'm addicted to collecting stuff yeah, and yeah. building decks mm-hmm. uh got a date the fishing the fishing thing i'm in my fishman era i don't know if it's gonna last is but that we're, what we're, happens we're when you go into right your now. 30s is you just turn into your fishman era yeah, yeah. oh okay. <laughs> i guess it's yeah. I guess you get, it's gonna get all of us you get that, 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 that pro bass fishing hat and all that yeah <laughs> I've got my lures. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, and we can get rid of, you know, petting the animals. I'm fine with that. I'm, I'm not a huge animal person. I've never gotten anything. Out All of right. That. So I'm going to I'm going to uh, bounce off of Mateo and I'm going to agree 100 percent with that. That list. That's fine. Yeah. I might switch fishing and the board game around, but <laughs> get Nintendo dogs out of here. I don't want it. That Throw it in the here. trash. Garbage. I understand yeah, petting the dog and petting the cat is cute, but 
what's it doing for gameplay, brother? Well, maybe oh. that's why they haven't made one in like Mario you know, Odyssey, dude. The dog like finds all the secrets. If the that's, dog is useful, yeah. does it still count as just like a pet the dog mechanic, though? And no, we're just talking about the ability to pet the dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Dog. See, Stephen, yeah. it's a reward. In, in Breath <laughs> of the Wild, dog killing people with knives. In Breath of the Wild, you can pet the dog all you want, but the dog needs something in order to help well, you, you can't out. Pet the dog in Breath of the Wild. You can't? I thought you could. I don't nope. know. Either way, you give <laughs> the dog, you give the dog yeah. food, and then the dog goes and helps you. That's not petting the dog. Yeah. See, you don't even need petting the dog. Yeah, yeah. My so point, Jonah, tough, my tough, point love, my, tough love. Jonah, what if we repackage this a bit? What if I told you that for 800 V-Bucks, you could get an emote where you pet a dog in Fortnite? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, now man. you're speaking my language. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I'm sitting at like Mary fishing because I got a long history of JRPGs fishing. You know, I got mediocre forgotten 7 out of 10 PS2 RPG Dark Cloud love it addicted to it replay it very often great fishing mini game but uh i think i'm going to have to go with killing the the mini games cuz they honestly they stress me out when there's so much depth to them that <laughs> you're spending an, an extra dozen two dozen hours like yeah. play, i'm talking like final fantasy 10 blitzball like <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, level five is bad for it. Like, I don't know if you guys ever played Rogue Galaxy, but there's this whole mini game that's like chess, but you go out in the world and you capture little bugs and you make them fight each other on a chessboard. And it's like, that's another like 20 hours added to the game if you want the platinum trophy. All know, right, just... Caden, you can keep your RPGs and the four of us will get together yeah. and play Mario yeah, you guys... Party. No, See you later. I'm with Caden here. I'm killing board and card mini games. I cannot stand them in any yeah. game. If I want to play a board game or I want to play a card game, I'll go load up a board Damn. game or a card game. But for me, sorry, it's... inscription, you suck. <laughs> no, it's, it's not. A, it's not a mini game though. An inscription yeah, like that's, that's the, whole the game. game, like Gwent in Witcher yeah. for me, right? It's okay. like that's yeah, yeah, yeah. a Never slap again. in the face Never of again. disrespect to me because like, I'm already so devoting <laughs> eighty hours to the main game, and now you want me to put in like 10, 15 more to focus on. This separate other game you yes. wanted to make just make when is a set no no <laughs> they did make when as a separate game <laughs> well they did but they sh should have done that from the oh, first okay, place like the the it's it's like a, t a disrespect to your player's time in my mind and, like if you want to make <laughs> sure. that go ahead and make it as an add-on or something but like, no, nothing breaks immersion more than having like a time sensitive mission and it's like <laughs> would you like a hand of gwent <laughs> <laughs> seriously um so um, I'm, I'm with you caden i'm killing those mini games um i think i'm marrying pet animals honestly uh that just makes me happy in every game it's in not everything has to be a gameplay reason yeah it just feels smile good. on my face it's good gaming people yeah dude uh <laughs> and uh we'll be dating fishing because yeah i'm also yeah. i started dredge last weekend and it's good <laughs> um, one, one of the biggest like things i i loved and also hated from um pokemon sun and moon was SOS chaining, but for to try and get a Marini, you had to mm. SOS chain for so long because it was like the cry for help from one of the Pokemon would bring Marini, um, who was like the predator, to come in, and it was just like, not this too much, too realistic, <laughs> frustrating. Yeah. Um, random tangent for Jonah. Uh, talking Twilight Princess here. Uh, yeah. I played that on the Wii and. I read about it in a Nintendo Power before it came out in the fishing mechanic. And so, like, you know, at the beginning of the game, 
you just get a regular so fishing rod mm -hmm. and it's just like you just like press so, a or whatever it's yeah. not like the fishing hole mechanics mm -hmm. i was trying to apply what i read in nintendo power All to right. like a regular uh fishing rod i couldn't understand i kept trying to like use the reeling motion oh. like nothing was happening yeah. i was like why can't, why doesn't yeah. this work until i figured out but it now, was... yeah it's just <laughs> pulling the thing but yeah that for some reason i don't know why but that is the reason why i've demoted twilight princess out of my top like zelda games simply because of that fishing rod at the start i hate it so much like well, the whole opening <laughs> there, I mean, all right, yeah, there's so many more things weak, to be yeah. upset about in right. twilight princess yeah. than the fishing <laughs> it's like oh you like the goat herding i guess okay yeah slightly <laughs> like more. more wrestling the village chief man? Oh, all right oh dude the sumo wrestling stuff i wish, I wish that was, there a, was i wish that was a mini yeah. game like you just they go back and a you wait. Bracket, there was like... sumo wrestling stuff yeah, in the Zelda game? oh yes you gotta wear the iron boots to be strong enough to sumo wrestle gorons or else they'll just like crush you instantly yeah and dude yeah. i just want to look up videos on this now instead of doing the podcast yeah. i'll talk to you later and then yeah. and then you get you get Link with the shirt off fighting. Oh, mm. let's go, baby! <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, sounds like we just need to have a fishing versus mini games debate, probably. Yeah, <laughs> seems like this is a hot topic. <laughs> uh, well, we'll move on to our uh, little interview here with you, Ryan. Uh, since the last time you're on our podcast, uh, you guys over at Spelunkers have rebranded in Friendly Fire Games. Not since the last time. Oh, really? <laughs> We've already done yeah, yeah, yeah I think more. we've already done. Was this. I not there for that one? <laughs> yeah, but there's been a lot more development since then. Yeah, there's yeah, been yeah. a lot more. You guys are still chugging with your uh, gotta rank them off. You want to give us a status update? Oh my god, uh, yeah, we. You love guys got to be closing in. We are right. It's like four more episodes, I think. Wow. Um, <laughs> we've got left, which it sounds right. It's and then the uh, DLC for your Scarlet Vinyl drop, and then you'll have more Pokemon to rank. Oh my god, yeah, they're probably going to bring out a couple more Pokemon with that, huh? Yeah, probably. Um, <laughs> He's like, oh so, no. So close to being free. <laughs> so close. You guys um, think you'll... Actually, uh, we're ending on episode uh, 68, we'll run out of Pokemon, which... 68. Oh, is close to greatness. <laughs> yeah. Just not as nice as it could have been. Yeah, well, 69 uh, will be the DLC Pokemon first. Yeah, right. so yeah exactly. Yeah. The extra content, they say. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I know uh, you guys over at Friendly Fire also were able to attend uh, PAX, right? Which is mm -hmm. super cool. I'm sure you guys have, uh, you know, made a breakdown of uh, how all that went and everything on your own channel. If anybody wants to hop over there and check it out. But uh, is there any uh, thing you kind of want to throw out as a highlight of your trip or just like a, a fond memory or any cool people uh, you got to meet or anything? So we're, I think we're going to go with the two cool people we got to meet. The very fun, just like uh, happenstance meetings that happened with Preston and me. So the first one uh, was we were sitting in the media overflow room. Oh, God, I love the, this story. The silly people at PAX gave us media badges. Yeah. I can't uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so there's this whole separate room that you can only go in if you've got a media or a content creator badge. And it's just got charging ports and it's got lockers you can, you know, stash your stuff into if you need to. And uh it's just a spot you can rest away from the crowd yeah 
which was very nice. And uh, we're just sitting in like the overflow room. So it was super quiet in the first place. And these two gentlemen come walking in and one of them notices Preston's shirt, which just says Draft Punks. And they're like, oh, cool. Have you ever been to Draft Punk out in Seattle? It's this bar, blah, blah, blah. And then they get talking about food from all around the country. And Preston's complaining that he, you'll, you'll, uh, you'll appreciate this, Mateo, cannot find good queso uh, in, <laughs> in New England. That's a problem. Uh, that is, that is I concur with that actually. We're going back and forth like 10 minutes when the guy says, Oh, I, I should introduce myself. I'm Jerry. I founded PAX. And uh, <laughs> Preston wow, and I have to do crazy. all things possible to keep our floors or our, our, <laughs> our chins off the floor. Uh, and uh, he winds up having to leave like a minute later. A guy comes in and he's like, uh, Oh, I, I think I'm supposed to be interviewing you. He's like, Yeah, cool, whatever, man. He's like, I don't really know what it's about. He's like, Yeah, I'm sure we'll figure something out to talk about. <laughs> that's awesome. Wow, that's chill. So, so he, I guess he was drinking before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just chill. Uh, yeah. That's awesome. That's so cool. Um, <laughs> and then the other happenstance meeting that y'all got to hear beforehand. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> so I was. At a uh, this was on Saturday. We got to demo for a game called Go Go Town, which does look very fun. It's little nice. little Animal Crossing. It's a little Stardew Valley, um, but it's being made by uh, some developers out of Queensland, uh, nice. Australian team. And in their media bag, they gave us some Tim Tams, uh, which are delicious. Yeah, I would say good. so, Steve. Amazing, I would say amazing. <laughs> Respect. <laughs> so I'm walking around the show floor with Tim Tams just sticking out of the backpack that I bought up there at the show. When I get a tap on the shoulder and I turn around and it's this attractive blonde lady who says, excuse me, would you mind giving me a Tim Tam? It would mean a lot. And I didn't really catch the accent in the first time. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever. You can have a Tim Tam. And I pull like pull out the package. I hand it over and she grabs one. And then I hear the accent. Oh, thank you so much. You know what this means? I'm like, oh, OK, there's the Australian accent that makes sense. Why, like, <laughs> you saw Tim Tams. You're like, please. Oh, God. Uh, and then like a minute or two later, we're walking away from a Corgi's cozy hike, the booth we were waiting at. And Preston says, that was Alana Pierce. I'm like, you didn't, you could have mentioned it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it, it's really cool how, like, it doesn't matter. Like, everyone yeah. was there to just enjoy and talk about the things we love and nerd out yeah. over and geek out over. And it didn't matter that, I'm, you know, I'm this YouTuber that no one knows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had Tim Tams and Alana Pierce on <laughs> Hell yeah. Always keep That's Tim awesome. Tams on you as the rule. Yeah, of the story. you never know. Correct. Yeah. A lot of yeah. could be anywhere. Mateo, yeah, uh, when we go to PAX uh, this year, let's uh, get a bunch of Tim Tams and we'll say free <laughs> Tim Tams <laughs> on our shirts. Just just bite. This yeah, just, just bite it. it. Put it down as breadcrumbs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ooh, piece of candy. Yeah, right, uh, I think that's the, the sentiment I've uh, seen more than anything, all of the media outlets that went to PAX, just how. You know, it feels like the first time really since, uh, you know, lockdown that, you know, people have really just been able to get out there and mingle and socialize and make connections and just share the love of gaming. So it's really cool. Yeah. I'm glad you got to have that opportunity. It was, it was my first PAX and getting to go with media badges was wild. Yeah, um, awesome. that's so cool. But yeah, I mean, and they said this was the first year it was back to like normal attendance numbers from pre-pandemic. Mm -hmm. So there were like 130,000 people there over the four day weekend. Yeah, it's crazy. Whoa. Yeah. And so you've been doing a bunch of Twitch streams through draft punks and stuff and doing playthroughs of, of a bunch of games. Um, what, 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 what have been the highlights of, of demos and stuff that you've played? Ooh, a uh, big, big highlight for me was Pacific drive. You know, we all saw that at the Sony status. Yeah. Play last that was year. So interesting. 
and I was, I'm a big car guy, you know me, love my car games, and I was mm-hmm. intrigued, but like, okay, well, what exactly is this game? I need to know a little bit more, and we got eh, 15 minutes or so of demo time, and I got what I needed to know, and I'm very excited. It's it's not so simulator, it's not something like SnowRunner or MudRunner, and it's simulator, but it's nowhere near as arcade as something like Forza Horizon, right? So like, there's consequences for going off-road, but you're not going to get stuck in 12-inch deep mud. Um, nice. There's car customization, but it's not as granular as like, car mechanic simulator you know it's point at the engine press and hold one button and the whole engine just pops out in your hands in one piece you can throw it across the lawn and put a new <laughs> engine in your <laughs> nice um, uh, in, in 15 minutes did you get a death at all or yeah so it's run based uh at the yep. end of the demo like when you die it said ah, oh, you collected zero anchors so like you're in this pacific northwest very supernatural stuff going on a sentient ball of floating tires tried to steal my car while i was driving oh it. yeah that uh, happened to me the what? other day yeah i was gonna say yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh is that just a thing that happens out there oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah uh, okay. i'm i'm um, whipping the wheel around <laughs> while i'm i'm driving up here <laughs> um I, i'm I'm coming along just a piece of road and i look over to my left in a clearing and there's just like 30 or so mannequins that are kind of vaguely glowing red didn't decide to interact with them that's all, wow Probably they not really hammered it down what it's like to be in the pacific <laughs> northwest yeah um, the, the fields of mannequins that just glow it, it's really eerie um make sure not to get like just go stay away from fields at night because they will come towards you good to know good to know when i pick this game um, my question there when you're explaining like the set pieces and stuff how wide is the like the playable area or is mm. it like are you stuck on a road sometimes and then it's like a bit of a forest sometimes or like how yeah how wide's the lane do you feel um so the the road's wide enough yeah you're going to be going off road more than not the map is uh unique you're going to get the same map every time you load in for a run but instances around the map are all unique and you yeah. know going to be varied and what, as you go around. do you always stay on a sort of road and you just choose left and right a bit a few times or is it like you can just go across a field as well totally just go across the field you're probably going to need to because you're going to be driving along a road when just like four or five huge death saws come up from the ground and try to hit your car so you're going to need to avoid those probably (laughs) (laughs) yeah i i'm really intrigued to like figure out whatever this supernatural thing they've got going on is like that's i think that's going to be the thing that makes or breaks the game i think mechanically you're going to have a good time but i don't think this game is going to be a 10 unless the story nails it Mm, um but they've got me intrigued i'll tell you that Sounds like it sounds like fun. I, right. I love like a good like spooky mystery game like that. that that's yeah. why Dredge was like right up my alley. I yeah. want spooky yeah. mystery yeah. games like that. Inscription. Mm-hmm. I've done some good ones recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much, Ryan, for giving us an update of Friendly Fire Games. And that'll turn things over to uh, Jonah the Judge for the debate. <laughs> All right, it's time for the debate. And kind of going off of the theme that we had last week, we've got a Soulsborne debate, the ultimate Soulsborne debate, some might say. Now, when I say that, a lot of people are saying, oh, what Dark Souls game? 
Are they picking? Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> Let's get Dark Souls oh, and Demon Souls out of here. here. This is all about <laughs> Bloodborne versus Elden Ring, baby. Watch the mm. Representing Bloodborne, we have Ryan and Mateo versus. Whoa, well, I thought we were. I thought we were defending Ghosts and Goblins, dude. Uh, well, <laughs> right. well, that, that game is way harder than any of the other two. Like Bloodborne, <laughs> we're gonna switch it up, and we're gonna do Bloodborne versus Elden Ring versus Caden and Steven representing Elden Ring. Now, today it's gonna be a little different. We're gonna have Caden and Ryan doing the opening statements, and Mateo and Steven doing the rebuttal. Then we'll flip it back over. To Caden and Ryan to close it out. Ryan, mm. as our guest today, would you like yeah. to start or close the debate? We'll start us off. All right. Mm. Ryan, you've got two minutes on the clock. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Ready, set, debate. All right. So let's let's start off with a story about when I was just a, a small boy living in Connecticut growing up you know I'd 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 bounced off of Dark Souls I tried I saw the game I heard about its reputation and I did I stayed away for a very long time it wasn't until I was dating uh, an ex who owned it uh, that I decided to, to throw it in their Xbox and try it and I got absolutely destroyed demolished <laughs> by that first demon uh, and was left wondering what even to do without a tutorial, not knowing to read the the floor markings, you know? Uh, and uh, it, it scared me off of the rest of From Software for forever. For years, it was, uh, you know, something that was just like, eh, I'm glad those people enjoy those games, but they're not for me. Until a little game called Bloodborne friend in Canada convinced me to pick it up on a steep sale. It was like 15 bucks, if I remember right. Um, and I put it in and uh, he, you know, he gave me a few pointers. He didn't tell me everything to do, but he's like, oh, well, you know, these are your tutorials. Read those. They'll tell you what buttons actually do. And, and well, you know, you want to level up, we'll try and find this thing. And, you know, like just, just the little nudge you need to get started. And then he's like, but I really want you to try and get through Papa G, Father Gascoigne on your own. Like, he's kind of a skill check for the game. Uh, and I, I'd really like you to try and do that on your own. Like, all right. 30 seconds. And I, I think I went on for, like, a week and could not beat Papa G. He finally got in there, helped me get through Papa G. And now I'm wondering, am I even good enough for this game? I can't beat the first <laughs> boss. I get to Vicar Amelia, and I wipe her on the first try, and I'm fucking hooked, boys. All right, I can't put one more down. <laughs> and that's a game I think people have with a lot of the FromSoft stuff, but... I think it hits hardest in Bloodborne for me personally. Very good. Personal Very anecdote. Good. Yeah. yeah. Appealing Don't to the heart of the people. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Strong open, I feel. Aiden, you got two minutes on the clock, sir. Yes, sir. Three, two, one, debate. All right. I just think Elden Ring, the more I look back on it, it's like this is this is my favorite game of all time now it's just 10 out of 10 like i just can't believe how incredible this game was it came out of time in my life i was transit huge life transition moved from north carolina to connecticut 
uh, from my wife's new job. I ended up living for two weeks with uh, friends while we were uh, waiting to move across the country to our new apartment right when Elden Ring came out. So I had literally no obligations for two weeks with Elden Ring. <laughs> 150 hours later, here we are, boys. I, there, you know, there's this criticism of Elden Ring that it's just, it's too much. It's bloated. And it's like, even with doing everything I could find in that game and clocking in 150 hours on the first playthrough, it's just, I'm ravenously salivating for more. I just, I'm so from software pilled, it's insane. But, um,. Elden Ring was just an incredible experience. I think it is uh, the team at From Software's magnum opus. You know, I, I just don't know if they're they're going to top Elden Ring. We're going to get Elden Ring two, and it's going to feel like Dark Souls three. Um, but uh, just that, you know, I, I feel like the Souls games have uh, sort of stagnated. Uh, over the years, especially the Dark Souls games and uh, Elden Ring with the inclusion of um, the open world, uh, the uh, horseback riding, uh, the openness and options to help you players has just taken it to the next level. I'm very nice, very nice, very nice. All right, let's move on to round two with a rebuttals. And this is where the PvP really kicks in. <laughs> Mateo, you've got yes, sir. two minutes on the clock. <clears throat> Ready, set, debate. Okay. So, I want to talk about Caden saying that there is that he just wanted more and more and more. Because Caden is a galaxy-brained gamer. He is <laughs> so much smarter than I am. And I am a wee little smooth-brained dummy boy. And I needed less in Elden Ring. I needed some guidance. I needed someone to hold my hand through that game <laughs> to figure out what the hell I was supposed to be doing. So that, that's that's my main criticism about Elden Ring as far as from a gameplay uh, like standpoint. Point two, Godfrey, otherwise known as Horlu, it has been categorically proven that he is not the buffest boy in gaming. And that title <laughs> actually belongs to our man Zangief. <laughs> So I just want to toss it out there. <laughs> if you had Zangief in Horlu's spot, if you'd recast him, Elden Ring might be the better game against Bloodborne. He's a mod. He's a mod. It could be a mod that might fix this issue. Um, I like the aesthetic of Bloodborne more to get to give like a serious response. I really love that Lovecraftian, like uh, Victorian England, gross, slimy aesthetic that they they went for. Elden Ring just feels a little bit more generic. I feel like the boss design isn't as exciting. I think that uh, I think that the Souls games in general have a boss issue that they just are, they're like, well, let's make him a big guy with a bunch of extra limbs and let's make him, I don't know, slimy or spiky or something. <laughs> and that's, you know, their boss design. So I've, I've got some issues there. I think that Elden Ring is seconds. a little bit more guilty of it than, uh, than Bloodborne. But mostly, my, here is the main problem with Elden Ring. This is the problem no one wants to admit in this game. But here's the main problem. It's distracting George R. R. Martin from finishing his damn book series. <laughs> and we can't distract that man anymore. He's going out of his way to find anything to do besides finishing those books. And we just need to let the man focus. Stop making him make games. Just write the books, George R. R. Martin. Bye. Now you're my time. Man, that was so good. 
Solid. Solid. Now, I didn't get to say this before, but Caden, you 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 meant to pull at the heartstrings. You meant to say, when I was a wee lad of 27, and I first put it up Elden Ring. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Steven, it's time for you to parry Andropost. Let's go. Three, two, one, debate. Look, I, I'm not saying it doesn't look beautiful, but there's something wrong if you don't include a tripping mechanic into a video game like Bloodborne when everything is so wet. Like, you need, they needed to have taken a cue from Sakurai with, with um, Smash Brawl and added tripping because everything is just covered in either, like, piss or mucus or blood or just rain it's like it would just be such a terrible experience just trying to just <laughs> navigate that world without falling over on your ass um so that is is, is instantly where i just I, I i the ludo narrative dissonance was just too much for me <laughs> not only that but I'm sorry, I don't need to see the same reused assets of a coffin in every single corner of the map. Same coffin, everywhere. You want to talk about, oh, Elden Ring has reused bosses. It has like four of the same bosses. Elden Buddy Bloodborne has like five assets, it seems like. And it's like, oh, I've got to, I could do a skull maybe. Is a skull like scary? Oh, I could do some like, woo, tentacles, woo. <laughs> or like you know and that's about all, all they've got going for them um and like the guns suck like it's cool as an idea as a, as a parry but like what like why is suddenly in, so in this universe they're just like oh what so seconds. what should we load into the into these guns you know, like paper maybe that like would probably be a good deterrent against like these beasts like something that just makes them go oh but not actually hurting them um and uh, of course like Elden Ring has a jump button a dedicated jump button that instantly makes the game better the end all right leaving five seconds on my first team Steven when I'm jumping in real life I roll before I jump too <laughs> I've got a sprint before I jump. I, <laughs> I I kinda had some flashbacks. Steven said like the world of Bloodborne it, it's covered in either piss, rain, blood, or muck on the ground, and I was like, oh man, mm -hmm. that just sounds like downtown Portland. <laughs> Is this Pacific Drive again? <laughs> oh, we're just <laughs> Oh, jeez. Oh. All right, let's go into the final round, final boss fight, taking it back to Ryan and Caden. Ryan, got two minutes mm. on the clock, sir. Three, All right. two, one, debate. All right, so I want to talk about a few things, the points aside from my story that I didn't get to. Um, so let's talk about how... Yes, aesthetic. Mateo, I'm so glad you brought up aesthetic. I, th I do think Bloodborne aesthetically stands out of, of, from the From Software games. Uh, you know, not a lot of games in the first place have Victorian uh, Gothic Cthulhu as their, their vibe check, and God, does Bloodborne pass that vibe check so hard. I think Bloodborne's story is much more straightforward than Elden Ring's story. I think it's a more interesting story than Elden Ring's, uh, and it's a more memorable story than Elden Ring's. I think the best thing... I think the worst thing about Elden Ring is that I wanted to play it once and put it away. I think the best thing about Bloodborne is that I beat it and I immediately wanted to start another playthrough or I immediately wanted to start that new game plus or I immediately wanted to delve into the Chalice Dungeons. Uh, there's so many ways 
to replay <laughs> Bloodborne and to get more of that fix without having to just start over again in this immense, huge open and kind of for a second time around, kind of uh, just oppressive open world. It's just so bad because I have I have restarted that Elden Ring it playthrough and like the second time around, it does not hit the same. It still feels great. Don't get me wrong, but it does not hit the same way where Bloodborne for me, you're not going to get that story surprise every time, but God going through those first lanes in Bloodborne is just so nostalgic and it feels so good and knowing where every enemy is just, you feel like a master of the game and it's, it's awesome. I think Bloodborne as far as like in the lineage of From Software games goes, I think Bloodborne is kind of like their first step to say, hey, we seconds. can take this formula that we have proved to be positive and good and tweak it and make it something a little bit different and make it more unique and more specified to a certain play style and it was the first time they took a formula that they were confident with and tried to push it in a different direction and i think that's gone in a lot of ways since then but it was their first time to try and break out from that first demon in dark souls medieval night kind of you know setting and fantasy uh and uh, obviously they just have better shoes in the bloodborne world so they can't trip time Other <laughs> <laughs> uh, souls baby. <laughs> you know what's amazing is that like we didn't hear a single thing about trick weapons, so I guess they just aren't good. So that's cool. That's interesting. Wow, they're just so good. I don't even have to mention them. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. It'd be unfair to say otherwise. The jury is not allowed to make a decision based on any information about trick weapons. <laughs> all right, Caden, you've got two minutes on the clock to close this thing out. Three, two, one, debate. Okay, I take umbrage with the uh, assertion that Elden Ring's environments are generic. I mean, you look at uh, the Academy of Ray Lucaria versus Caleb versus the Shiafra River Valley versus the, the Ant Hill, the Lake of Rye. I mean, just an absolutely jaw-dropping amount of artistic direction went into this game versus other open worlds, you know, like uh, Ubisoft open worlds, Assassin's Creed, that are just, it's boring, copy-paste the same stuff, you know, like, it's just, it's phenomenal, the art direction of this game. Um, if both of these games are uh, action RPGs, that Elder Ring is clearly the superior one. Every, everybody who goes through Bloodborne is going to have, like, almost the same experience. You choose your trick weapon, but the guns don't do anything, they're just for parry. Everybody just uses the pistol, because it's the best one. Don't bother upgrading it, because you just use it for parry, because this damage is shit, and... Hunter tools are the closest thing they have to magic. Nobody uses any of the hunter's tools besides the one that lets you dodge faster. The rest are completely useless. And Eldarik has like one of the best, like most expansive magic systems in uh, an action RPG I've ever played. And you can have so much variety on a playthrough. You can do your your guts heavy armor great sword playthrough. You can go on a second playthrough, be uh, faith, you're shooting lightning bolts, you know, summoning dragon heads, breathing rot breath third playthrough you know you're shooting your kamehameha blue beam that melts bosses in one hits it's just the variety for replayability is just phenomenal also bloodboard is trapped on uh, ps4 it's uh, a chuggy 30 frames per second uh there's no pc version uh eldering uh, has an incredible pc modding community adding more value to the game uh they've added a up to six person uh, co-op mode with seamless progression. You could just play in the same instance of the world and have co-progression for as long as you want without getting kicked out of players' games. It's just El Elden Ring is the Desert Island game that is for you. Play Elden Ring. <laughs> wow. Wow, wow, wow. I guess since every... <laughs> there, there, there... Go ahead, go ahead. 
Sorry, like, you know, the little voice in your head, even though it was going to hurt us. When you were talking about all the awesome, like, places in Elden Ring, I was just like, talk about the mountaintop of the giants. <laughs> we don't talk about the mountaintop. <laughs> we don't talk about the mountaintop of the giants. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, man. Okay, so I guess I'm the only one that has to vote on this one, which is going to yeah. be freaking hard. Um, Let's see. Wait, why can't the rest of us vote? Huh? Why can't the rest of us vote? <laughs> Our completely unbiased votes. Yeah, completely unbiased votes. Completely reasonable. All right, I guess I'll let the 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 rebutters uh rebutters vote. Mateo, let let right me hear now. your thoughts. Um, I will vote for Ghost and Goblin. No, I will vote for. <laughs> <laughs> Um, one one thing I I one hundred percent do agree with, and like, um, Caden Caden parried it really well, saying about um, you know, the amount of different builds you can do, and he didn't bring it up, but the fact that you can respec so easily during your first playthrough gives it that sense of replayability in one playthrough. So where people might feel bloated and bogged down, it's like go respec, go play a completely different version of the game. If you're getting a bit, oh, I'm a bit dull on just using greatsword or whatever. Yeah, go race back. Um, upgrade material. But, you're, gonna, you're not going to be able to like. But that's the thing. Uh, I Video game length is so tied. It's so tied to replayability. So if you've got a yeah. 10 out of 10 and it's only 30 hours long, whereas you've got a 10 out of 10 and the main quest alone is like 50 hours, 60 hours long. You're gonna re like I yeah I can easily replay Dark Souls one I I can technically easily replay Bloodborne but I'm fighting against it so I'm not allowed to say anything about it. <laughs> um, this is just going back um, into our uh, new game plus versus post exactly game yeah 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 that's the thing that's why Resident Evil is so good because it's like they're like ten hour games and you can play them in three hours and that it's just so replayable because you get that ten out of ten experience you're happy to go back. So yeah, that is the biggest hit against Elden Ring, but oh man, it's just so good. But uh, yeah, literally, and, I and your I am is... so intensely biased because it's got a jump button. I literally that is my one <laughs> one necessity in video Elden games Ring, is to so have a, a jump. Your button votes for Elden be... Ring? Of course it is. Okay, because <laughs> we're completely unbiased here. <laughs> of of course it is, guys. Of course it is. <laughs> Took him, it took him freaking oh, yeah, two and a half full minutes to explain his. <laughs> so we got one oh. vote for Ghost and Goblins, one vote yeah. for Elden Ring. Notice what it is? Battletoads. Battletoads. <laughs> um, my vote is going to go towards The Legend of Zelda Did Tears for the Kingdom. Tears yeah, let's go. Oh, tears for the kingdom. Tears for the kingdom. I'm gonna have tears for the king. Tears of the kingdom. God, I can't even say it right. <laughs> yeah. No. Um. I think. Oh man, this is so hard. This is so hard. Ryan, you opened up. You opened it up. Born right there. I know I've got oh, the, the blurry thing. Let me unblur my camera. And you got. You literally got the. Yeah. <laughs> You got a yeah, tattoo on your arm. You know what? how legitimately he loved Bloodborne. Bloodborne. Yeah. That's a. I love that Bloodborne poster so much. Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, persuasion. Oh, that's a really good berserk uh, tattoo, but you've missed uh, like half of it. It's it's supposed to be on the neck, right? For berserk. yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what? Just with how strong the opening and the rebuttal was, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Bloodborne on this one, even though I. Caden wrapped up Elden Ring so nice. Yeah, Ryan's right. He, it, it, he didn't I mean, need to bring. He didn't need to bring the trick weapons to get my yeah. vote. My but vote's like, going you know, to Bloodborne. He, he, he appealed to the everyman. He had ex girlfriends. So he had like he had this whole character <laughs> drama going on. Like you know, or, yeah, he didn't say whether he broke the Xbox game and stuff afterwards. I think it's fair. Did, to say it, it, like we we all understand the implied hoodie that was taken as well in that exchange. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like so, we, yeah. we felt that yeah. even though it wasn't explicitly yeah. stated. Yeah, it was a high school hoodie. Yeah. Yeah. One, one of these days, I'm not going to be able to resist Caden's. Uh, siren song and i'm gonna have to play Elden ring again but yeah. i have to keep putting it off every single time we record let's go let's go yeah <laughs> beat, beat ryan lucario then you just get to do respects all day just filling out the whole game it's yeah but now <laughs> you know it's like choosing between two masterpieces you can't go wrong with either i think it's established yeah. the point that Elden ring is a more friendly entry for newcomers to the genre but you know yeah. beat Elden ring but go I- play Blizzard. But yeah, I, I would give it the IGN uh, rating of too much water. Uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, no, you're right. They're both tens. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> All right. With that, we'll go on to our lo- last week's debate, which Mateo already spoiled, but <laughs> it, it, it made for a good rebuttal. Winner with double the points, mind you. Oh, <laughs> what are you talking about? Double the points. Frickin'. Was our man Zangief putting Horlu in his place in the ground? The champ Damn, himself. <laughs> Steven, when it comes down to one person being powered by like a godly power, <laughs> one person just doing a little bit of like steroids from the, the Russian government. <laughs> Russian government person is the natty person in this argument. <laughs> I am more natty than you. <laughs> Steven, you're just you're just upset because you lost. Yeah, I am. Uh, or or lose the new kid on the block. So give it ten years and yeah, we'll have a rehash. Just don't no respect for the eighteen pack. Obviously, (laughs) (laughs) clearly fake. I mean, come on. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, we'll see you in the pitch. It's time for the pitch, where a handful of our panelists will have two minutes to make an elevator pitch for a game they've been playing, and the other panelists will have to decide if they will buy the mystery game or not based on the pitch. This week, stepping up to the pitcher's mound will be myself and Ryan. I suppose I will go first, since Ryan is the guest. <laughs> Yoda, if you could copy it out, please. I got you, baby. Aiden, you got two minutes on the clock. Three, two, one. Pitch. All right. I'm talking about a game, Freedom of Exploration. It just says, play who you want to play, go where you want to go. There's almost not even really a main story. It's just like, here's some storylines, pick the ones that interest you the most. And then, like, they're like, hey, do you want to buy a ship of sail? 
to travel the high seas and find mysterious islands dot across the ocean as well. And you're like, hell yeah, I do. And you get you get optional dungeons, optional bosses to unlock optional gear to make you more powerful. Um, it's really just a game about going to the city, going to the slums, asking an orphan about their life, and they're like, all I want in life is to protect my sister. It took me all day just to beg to collect enough coins to buy this scrap of bread to feed her. And then you can pickpocket the orphan and see that all he has in his inventory is a scrap of bread. And then you just steal it. Literally worthless to you. You sell it for like one coin and it, 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 it heals you like a minimal amount of HP. Like one HP. No reason to do it other than just to be mean-spirited. But the fact that you have the freedom to live out that fantasy, because you're never going to do that in real life. You're never going to feel the adrenaline rush of stealing a scrap of bread from an orphan in real life. So why not live out that fantasy at a video game? Um, uh, 30 seconds. <laughs> game about, do I want to follow the journey of a country bumpkin girl that just wants to be a star and you're just like fighting against theater managers? Or... Do I want to stop a world-ending catastrophe and fight against kaijus to tame them to become my pets to fight in the coming apocalypse? You know, it's high. just like where high or low, you know? Damn. I know a game. Damn, that got me so hot. <laughs> yeah, 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 so do I. Oh my god. I, I have you make me no want to play idea. it. <laughs> yeah. I, I know. I have no idea, but I love the like, oh, duh, when you heard it is. <laughs> I love the, uh, the it's the age-old tale of talking to an orphan about their life. <laughs> Pickpocket him and steal uh, his uh, hard day's like, worth of work. I, I was like, it swerved so much from like, this game has all this added content and you go off and do all this stuff. But the real, the real story is about this poor Neat. kid that I'm stealing from. Literal <laughs> meat is the literal crust of bread. All right. <laughs> Who's buying? I, I well, he didn't even talk about it, but I, I, yeah, the system in this game, the main system is phenomenal. If it's the game I'm thinking of, and it, that's I want to love it. I want to love it. So yeah, I also want to steal from this kid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could use a scrap of bread right now. Yeah, I don't think that kid needs it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, like uh, a <clears throat> I'm in. Sometimes something is so weird that you just need to see it with your own eyes. Yeah. Uh, I'm out just because I know what this game is, and I don't. <laughs> yeah. What if I told you if you're a PC gamer, then. You can, through uh, legally gray means, play this game for free. Only <laughs> gray? Gray's good, isn't it? Listen, I'm already just here to steal sure... from orphans. Yeah, yeah, just make sure you've got your VPN on. Okay. And, you know, delete your search history, delete the torrent. You know, don't don't seed the download, you know. Use, use incognito mode, guys. Why do you got yeah. a search history? Uh, the game may or may not be torrenting <laughs> Free, um, or buying legitimately uh, through the Nintendo eShop is Octopath Traveler 2. Yay! Yeah. Uh, I've been kind of playing this game throughout my move process as just a chill, you know, de-stress game. And uh, I think I'm coming up on like 60 hours in it or so. And 
just something about it. It's just like a really chill game, throw on a podcast or whatever while you're grinding through a dungeon. Um, and the aspect of like the path action. So every every character you unlock, this is the JRPG, you unlock your party members. They each have two special unique actions they could do in the game world, um, depending on if it's day or nighttime. And every time you come to a town or a city in the game, it's just like this very satisfying <laughs> process of like, Stealing from orphans. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Picking apart the pockets of orphans to find the bread crusts underneath. But (laughs) it's this this satisfying process of almost like uh, undoing like a puzzle box, like layer by layer. It's just, there's something really satisfying about it for me. And uh, yeah, the game, you know, it's the same as the first game where you you choose the the storylines of the characters that interest you. And I guess they like culminate and tied together at the end but it is weird at a jrpg to just have that freedom of like it's not an open world game but you know because it's it's zones but it feels kind of like open world because it's just like go do whatever and the only thing that's stopping you from doing anything is if you're just under leveled and too weak and like the monsters in there are crushing you but barring that and it's one of those game systems like Bradley default or something that you can break so you can go into an area like 10 20 levels above you if if you know what yeah. you're doing and um, my only concern, because like it happened with a lot of people with the first game, is does it have better forward momentum? Because I feel like a lot of people got all eight characters in, in the original, and then you sort of just you, you're not like being forced to do anything. It's like, oh, do you want to do quest two of this person or quest two yeah. of this person? And and you sort of just go around just grinding, and then yeah, you go go fight a bunch of ca- you know cat cheese or whatever. Go get freaking level yeah. eighty, and then you kind Your of drop lines. off the game. Yeah, um, yeah. So... Um, they try to do little things like uh, they create these uh, secondary quests called crossed paths, where once you complete chapters of certain characters, you get uh, side stories that focus on those two characters, and they introduce like tale style skits where the characters talk to each other, but. I honestly don't think it like does that much to improve the problem that the first game has. And it is unfortunately one of those games where it feels like, oh, it gets good after 20 hours because that's when you get all the <laughs> yeah. characters and do the chapter one for all the characters. Yeah. But that, that makes sense. That My problem with the first game is it just didn't feel very cohesive. It felt yeah. like I was playing like eight different games basically and they kind of feel like this game has the same problem. Like they tried to address it, but I don't think the things they did to address it really improve it that much. So Combat um, music I, still top tier. Yeah, yeah. The weird thing is, I bounced off the first game, but I've uh, stuck onto this one. I'm addicted to it yep. now, and I'm honestly kind of having a hard time explaining why. why? It's just yeah, right. it's, it just feels better for some reason. Yep. I don't know. Yeah, so. I, I feel like that seems to be consistent. Like a lot of people seem to just like the second one more. Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, uh, the game's journalism circuit for this game is like, everybody's like, oh, well, the first game sucked. This game's like a 10 out of 10. It's like one of the best JRPGs in the last 10 years. And I'm just like, I, I don't know why, but I guess I kind of agree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I do uh, I do want to say this, like, this comfy podcast game era, mm-hmm. like, that we pe- time period that we seem to be in, it's one of my favorite in gaming. I yeah. love just I love like a podcast a, game. Just a yeah. minimum brain game that I can put a podcast yeah. on. One of my favorite things lately. Yeah. Yeah. All right, for sure. Ryan, are you ready? Oh, yeah. 
Oh, he's excited too. <laughs> I messaged you in January and said, I have a game to pitch. It's Ooh. been months I've been sitting on this. <laughs> All right. <laughs> We've waited long enough. You've got two minutes on the clock. Three, two, one, pitch. I bet none of y'all have ever heard of this game. This Try game me. is short. It's sweet. It's to the point. You could beat it in probably under an hour. I think I took maybe an hour and a half. I, I, I let myself really enjoy the experience. It, it's a game made by, by someone you know very well. If, uh, if you recognize the name Daniel Mullins at all. Ooh. Maker of Inscription, oh. Pony Island, Ooh. Hex. Uh, it's... It's a simple game, and it sets out to answer a question that we all face. What are we doing here? What is yeah. life? What is our purpose in life, in this universe? Do we have a purpose? Are we, are we large enough to even matter in the grand scheme of things? And you know what? It tackles it in under an hour. It really does. Wow. Uh, you may not like yeah. the answer, but it does propose the <laughs> <a> question. <laughs> Nihilism. Prov provide you with an answer. It's really fun. It's it's well designed. It's an idle game, and it's free. It's an idle game. What? Um, and it's an idle game with an ending, which is very rare. I enjoy a lot of idle games. I think they're great for mobile games because there's things you can kind of just check in a couple times a day, make a few upgrades, and then close your phone again, and they're doing work in the background. They're really good mobile games for me. So it's a genre I really enjoy. But to have one that like concludes is unique. Mm, that doesn't crazy, happen yeah. very often, and it like concludes satisfyingly. In a, in a very fun, unique way that left seconds. an impression on me that is almost definitely going to last till Game of the Year talks uh, in a way that I don't know a lot of other games in this kind of bite-sized category would, for me personally. All right. uh, and I'll see the rest of my time. Ooh, I am yeah. open for questions every yeah. time. Even. <laughs> wow. Oh. 20 yeah, seconds. Well, I, I, I got like the most impactful philosophy from like 30-minute credit scene from that game. So, like, yeah, I, I, of course I'm in, especially if it's free. Uh, yeah. Steven, uh, yeah. do you want to say what that game is for our uh, audio listeners? Near Automata. There you go. <laughs> the best ending credits in any game other than, like, Smash Bros. games. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't even know if I need to ask more questions. I mean, you're talking about an hour, an hour and a half long experience that answers the meaning of life and is an idle <laughs> game. I mean, like... How could I not play it? I'm like, and how? What's the gameplay like? Between the numbers forty-two and like forty-two. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to have to spoil anything. So the okay. gameplay is like the first time you open up uh, this game, you're presented with uh, a screen that is managing the Nile River civilization. Oh man, I don't know and, what game is that. I thought I might. And with time, and with time. You move on to the Yangtze River civilization and and, and one other what? river civilization. I think it was in India. I can't remember the name off the top of my head. And, and as as you trek forward on your quest to uh, find, you know what what really is the meaning in the universe, uh, you you go through many different civilizations. Okay. Uh, to, you know, in this in the time in the play playthrough of this game, I don't want to give things away because mm. it is it is fun. <laughs> All right. And yeah, an you know hour of actual playtime, but there's idle mechanics, so you're not you're playing over a couple of days. I'm guessing. Oh no, it like start to finish. No? Like yeah. Okay, I, start I, to finish. I came wow. home. I downloaded it in like ten minutes because it's a super small game. 
and right. I had it beat in like an hour and a half. I was I was I was messaging my friends about it. And I was like, I'm already done. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Damn. That's great. <clears throat> I did just want to say that there is a meaning to life and it is to survive long enough to witness the release of Tears of the Kingdom and to live long enough to beat it before you die. Mm -hmm. After that, you're good. <laughs> That's all I live for now. Yeah. Everything is ending in 2023 <laughs> this last year. I mean, quite possibly, but we won't go into it. Okay, who's buying? I think I'm in. Me. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, this uh, this game sounds like it's uh, cost about three fifty. So uh, I'm probably <laughs> in. Man. I don't have a good reason not uh, to. You damn. got yourself that... a super buy, my friend. Full sale. <laughs> this is boba. Boba. Like the tea. Boba. Okay, so we're making tea. <laughs> yeah. I'll. Uh, where would you like me to drop the itch link? I can. <laughs> yeah. But, but, uh, uh, yeah. But what you general playing? chat? I don't know. You can you yeah. can drop game that news? in the. I don't know. Um, here, let's see. You can drop that in community creations, and then yeah, you're already putting a link, so you got a link Boom. from the creator. Hell yeah! Harvest resources, impose your will, discover the unknown. Created in 48 hours. Mm -hmm. So he I'm made this for the as imposing a game jam my will. Game. Wow. wow, man! To be a game of the year contender for Ryan, and to be a game jam game made in 48 hours is truly a feat of game design. Daniel Mullins has a he has a weird wonderful brain though like yeah yeah plain description to be fair I've only played four games so far this year it's been slow but <laughs> I feel Same like I'm gonna at least bring it up in honorable mentions like it, it it left an impression on me in the first week of this year uh in a way that most games that come out early mm -hmm. don't you know they just kind of get forgotten about and fall off yeah for wow. sure excellent Heck yeah. Well, I guess that has been our pitch. Check out Octopath Traveler 2 and Boba. One of them will not cost you anything. One of them will cost you 60 US dollars. And your um, soul for stealing from those orphans. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, I'll turn things over to our resident game master, Steven, for the game. All right, welcome back, lads. We've had a bit of an extended break because we're all Yu-Gi-Oh nerds. <laughs> um, so we're getting amongst a new game, and this is one that I've seen on many shows before. It's Finish These Lyrics, where I will start uh, singing slash speaking out some video game, video game adjacent, or songs featured in video games, and then you, you will finish the line or finish, you know, finish the, the hook. So it's pretty simple. They've got, we're going to go 10 questions, maybe with one bonus one. And starting with the famous Jump Up Superstar from Mario Odyssey. Oh, no. Can you finish these lyrics? And please call out with your name so that we can, we can go, go with whoever calls out first, if you know the lyrics, but let me finish. All right. Three, two, one. Here we go. Off the rails, did you know it's time to raise our sails? It's freedom like you never knew. Don't need bags or a pass. Oh, Anyone? Oh. Anyone brave enough? If you're strong, you can fly. You can reach the other side of the rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> did you Google it? <laughs> no, that, no. no, that's Sonic Boom. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, everyone get a go. I, I, I can even do the next line and let there's, there's one last line to finish off the, okay, the, do the, the next hook line. is 
Sorry. Don't need bags or a pass. Say the words, I'll be there in a flash. You could say... Nah, I, I don't. <laughs> I've got the tune you in my head. say my hat is off to you. Oh. Alright, now this one, Caden has no excuse. Alright, oh, no Pretty excuse, Caden. From Snake Eater. Oh, man. Alright. Oh, <laughs> I give my life, not for honor, but for you. Snake Eater. In my time... There'll be no one else. I don't know if that's the next line. Yeah, that's what I have to say. Yeah. That's the next line. He got it. That is one point. I can get them all wrong after this. <laughs> all right. Moving on. We've got Go Tell Aunt Rhodey from Resident Evil 7. Oh. Can you finish this hook? Oh. Go tell Aunt Rhodey. Go tell Aunt Rody. Go tell Aunt Rody that everybody's dead. Is that right? Wow. Yes. Well done, Kaden. Wow. It's Good smashing job. it. Whew. All right, hey, this is going better than I thought. We had one, <laughs> we had one stinker and we're coming back. We're all good. We're all so sad we didn't know that one too because it's an iconic <laughs> song. All right, this one, this one's just for me, so I guess no one's probably going to get this one as well. This is Weight of the World from Nier Automata. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Can I just start oh. saying words in different <laughs> languages? <laughs> I've only finished get... the first playthrough. Oh, right, yeah, we're going to move on. We're going to move I'm going <laughs> to waste my time on, on, on some Nier Automata's though. drops right I, here. I might, I might be able to get it, honestly. Okay. Uh, Man, I gotta remember how it goes. Tell me, God, are you punishing me? Is this the price I'm paying for my past mistakes? Hey, <laughs> this no. is my redemption <laughs> song. <laughs> yeah, anyway, we're moving on. <laughs> Let's move on to an, a video game adjacent song that everyone should know. And if you don't, well, slap yourself in the face. This Wait, is Jordan, Jordan might be you. dying over there. <laughs> hey, no, Are you dying? Luke <laughs> He's recovered. <laughs> Forget you. In quotes, this is the clean version by CeeLo Green. We have. I'm sorry, I can't afford a Ferrari, <laughs> but that don't mean I can't get you there. Pretty good. <laughs> I don't know if I ever heard the song. I know the chorus of this song. I know the chorus. You get a half a point for the chorus. Go for it. <laughs> yeah, it looks like another death. The, the next bit is a video game lyric that old nerds should know. Oh. I'm not I guess he's. Yeah. Same. And. Atari, right? Oh, yeah. But he what says else? Atari. Yeah. Talking uh... about an Atari. <laughs> I guess he's an Xbox and I'm more Atari. Oh, there you go. What a weird comparison. That doesn't even make any sense. That's like this someone one... didn't know video games right there. Yeah, 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 100%. All right, this one's for Jonah. This is a throwback. Oh, I, I, this I is, think I already know. This is the theme. No, it's not. It's, oh. This is the theme song for Sonic X. And this is a very, very easy 
thing to get correct, and I'll let everyone have a guess. You gotta guess how many times he says faster. <laughs> so he goes. This is the start of the song. It's gotta go fast. Gotta go fast. Gotta go faster. Right. Faster, 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 yep. faster. Ryan? Sonic X. Right. He says it four times. Right, so Ryan said Ryan. Ryan said Ryan. Ooh, rules lawyered. Uh, gotta go faster, 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 faster. Bam! He even did the wow. the syncopated part. Yep, that's that's <laughs> that, Rob, that is two points. That's two points there. I'm, that's Ooh. a banger. <laughs> but he didn't say uh, Sonic X Jonah. at the end, so <laughs> he didn't say Sonic X. He did. Yeah, sorry, one point, one point only. Right, one point. I'll take it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. All I, all I want. You can just get one, one, one line from this, because it, 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 it lines up with the, with the end credits as well. This is still alive, from Portal. Now I can't remember how this song goes, so I'm sorry. Yeah. But there's no sense crying, over every mistake. You just keep on trying. Till until you get a, until you get a piece of cake. Oh. Until you get some cake. That's like, like, I'm gonna give half a point. Can anyone get it right? That's a half a point for Mateo. Until you get the cake? This was a triumph. I'm making a note here. Great success. That's a full point. Damn, I'm gonna give the point to Mateo for knowing at least the lyrics from Still Alive. It was Till You Run Out of Cake. Oh, (laughs) that's a great song. It's so funny. Play Portal. Alright, this one. If we had, uh, I think Travis here from um, from the uh, draft bunks, he would get this straight away. This is "Begin Again" from Sayonara Wild Heart. Um, Any Sayonara fans out here? We got another one. It, so I probably heard the song <laughs> once. Yeah, sorry. All right. Okay, it's it, okay. <clears throat> I have tried to forget all the pain and regret. People are going to be so confused because I'm still listening to the song, not listening to the song. Thank you. I think I am. Are you just thank, listening to that Jonah. Yu-Gi-Oh! bass it's drop song? Oh, the Yu-Gi-Oh! Bass I'm drops. definitely going to be putting the Yu-Gi-Oh! bass drop music at the end of the uh, show. It's the last time. It's the last time tonight is the answer. Mm. Now, another one. Maybe all you guys are too young except for Mateo for this. Uh-oh. We're going with Juicy from Notorious B.I.G. With Ooh. some video game related uh, raps. He, he, he comes at us with these hot bars. Super Nintendo Sega Genesis. When I was back home, Sorry. man, I couldn't picture this. Oh, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, that is a half a point because it's not back home. Ooh. Uh... I'm not well, gonna... why don't you enlighten us? Steven. Half a point. It is dead broke. Ah, uh, very close. I do love Juicy. That's a good song. Hell yeah. Um, that one's gonna be way too hard. So we're gonna go and <laughs> skip over that one. What and was it? So I think it was uh, Blood Upon the Snow from God of War Ragnarok. No. Nope. Gonna... Nope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is a fun one. We're we're doing make it bun them. From Far Cry 3. Dude, I can't remember the lyric. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, all you need to do is do the, the end of the hook. <laughs> all right. 
We mash up the place, turn up the bass, and make them all have fun. Uh, Skrillex makes the beats to burn them? Uh, oh, it's so close! Yeah. That's alright, that we uh, give that half a point. Is anyone gonna try for a better rendition? Never heard this song. It's in it's in Far Cry 3 during the the, the weed burning. Yeah. Is, is it a real song or is it? Yeah, it's a real yeah, it's, it's a real, real song that Skrillex made for the for the game. Oh, yeah, I can't I can't. Yeah, no half idea. a point. Skrillex a blaze of fire, make it burn down. That's what it yeah. is. <laughs> all right that is the end of 10 do you did you keep any score at all caden because you're doing that mm, no i think i got two time. points and everybody else probably at most got like think, a, a point out I of think a couple Mateo might points. be at two, I had two points in that one and, and, a and half. I, I did give double points to to ryan although oh, okay. he didn't say it got, Sonic X, it got so. <laughs> it got taken got back got redacted to one i think that's that, that's caden or ryan that won i think all right well, we'll, we'll do... Right, we're gonna do two. We're gonna do two Winter more. Takes, gotta, oh. do, gotta do the DK rap, because we gotta... Oh, man. So, oh, man. Ju all you need to know is uh, the, the, the first line after 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 DK's bit. DK! Donkey Kong! He's finally here, performing for you. No! Nope. That is the start of the song. Oh, man. DK, Donkey Kong. He's... He's... Oh, Ryan. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> he's the leader of the bunch. Uh, you know him well. Ah, oh, God, yeah. That's he's funny. finally back to kick some tail. There it yeah. is. Yeah. Half, half, a point, half a point to both of you. Okay, then this the one, you, you, you've got to get this 100% uh, correct. Like, but everyone has to... The I, I didn't, I didn't do okay, the coconut okay. gun because no one's going to remember that. So, <laughs> we've got to, everyone has to give their rendition, okay? It's a requirement for this last one. I think Caden's one. Everyone has to give a rendition. This is Last Friday Night in Simlish. <laughs> by Caden Perry. I don't even know Last Friday Night. <laughs> uh, well, that's okay. You, you, you can go last and you can just follow along. You'll know the, you, you'll know the lyrics. You can join in too. Can I do mine as a spoken word? Yes, of course. <laughs> okay. Hang on. I, I want to hear this. Please. <laughs> take the stage. It's, uh... it's Friday. Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. <laughs> Always. Thank you, Rachel. Thank you so much. Because, oh, like, tomorrow's Saturday as well. Like, did you... yeah. <laughs> All right. Our last one. Let's go. Last Friday night. Last Fruby do Yabi Danzel Double Imi Duka Mimi Shoop Sippy Gypsy Earth a Goop. I don't know why, but it sounds like a racist like stereotype making fun of like uh Indians or something. Like Yeah. Yeah, a bit like that. Yeah. Oh, so it just it, for everyone to remember, last Friday night is last Fruby New. So now it's just here. <laughs> last Fruby New. <laughs> You made us all embarrass ourselves on the internet, Steven, so we can move on, please. Thank God this is the end of the show. Although I did really want to bring up, can I just, sorry, one final bonus one. This one's just for Ryan, because I want to shout out this. 
is the better Pokemon theme song. Mm. <laughs> it's a whole new world we we'll... It's a whole new way to see. It's, uh, oh god, I can think of the, the like, tempo of the song. It's a whole new world full of possibilities, right? No, Ooh, I mean, close. Close, yeah. With with possibilities, something possibilities. It's a like... whole new place and a brand mm. new attitude. Oh, okay. Still yeah. gotta catch them up. It sounds, yeah, it sounds like an early 2000s Christian rock song. Yeah. Oh, it is. 100% <laughs> yeah. is. Yeah, Striper, Striper covered that one, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like the sense is... of the song, like, no matter where you are. It's like, they finally, like, develop rockets. They get them to Mars, and they're like, it's a whole new place, but we've got to catch these Martian Cup <laughs> 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 the Aguirre system. Let's go. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, thank you so much, Stephen, for that game together. It was uh, embarrassing for all of us, but hopefully the listeners yeah. find some humor in there. And That one, uh, that one might have been more fun for the listener than uh, our yeah. map one last week, where we all just <laughs> oh. said, huh? What? <laughs> um, yeah, so congratulations. We made it to the end of the podcast. Feel free to pat yourselves on the back of the back. Um, it's time for the final thoughts. As our guest this week... Ryan, we'll give you first go the final thoughts. Anything that's on your mind or anything you'd like to shamelessly plug? The platform oh. is yours. Uh, well, check out Gotta Rank Them All. We're closing in on the end. I, I can assure you there will be some festivities before the temporary finale because it's just going to be on pause until more Pokemon come out. Um, but play. You know what, folks? Make sure to wish list your video games. I got to talk yes. to a lot of developers who, uh, you know, were giving me some of the behind the scenes stuff and wish listing is an important metric for them and for their publishers. So if you are interested in a game, make sure to throw it on your wish list. Heck yeah. Love that sentiment. Steven, final thoughts. Um, no one knows the follow-up lyrics to I don't want to set the world on fire. I like no one knows like, what's after that. Start a flame in your heart. Oh my god! Kaden gets extra two bonus Dude, points right there. You, That's you the throw, win right there. You throw like any Fallout music at me. I oh man. <laughs> and yet you didn't get the points, Jonah. So. Uh, All right, Mateo. Final thoughts. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Final thoughts. I really wanted to watch that. Uh, the new Blade Runner today but instead mm. i fell asleep after about 30 minutes good movie so i can't say whether it's a good movie or not <laughs> but i will say there's no harrison ford in the first 30 minutes of that movie and that's kind of disappointing as an old blade runner fan <laughs> um, I, I don't i don't i don't have anything hey, to plug you know what you, you saved yourself like two hours so <laughs> <laughs> shout out to dave batista Damn. though man he's oh he's really highlighted that movie at the beginning of the movie with him in it i, I love him as a dramatic actor he's same He's so good. Uh, what was that new M. Night Shyamalan movie that came out? Knock at the Cabin or Knock at the Cabin Door Some, or something? Something yeah. like that, yeah. Yeah, it's a mid movie, but Dave Batista is like 10 out of 10 in it. So maybe check he's it out. Under, he's being underutilized, dude. He, need, he needs yeah. some better roles. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, my final thoughts are uh, I've been your host, as always, Ken Bethany Lane. And shout out to Jonah, who is also about to <laughs> tell us his final thoughts. <laughs> I feel like I did this the last time. You too. did do this the last time. <laughs> <laughs> uh final thoughts are ryan thank you for showing up man yeah, we appreciate dude. you 
Thanks for having me. Um, thank you for giving us so much insight into what goes on during packs and stuff. And it's allowed Mateo and I to prepare for PAX West. Mm-hmm. I wish I could I wish I could prepare more, but they take forever to open up all their listings for PAX West. So I'm still waiting, but it's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I have a music rec for you guys. Ooh. It is a little uh, hip hop group called uh, Joey Valance and Bray, and they have a lot of like video game and pop culture references, and just like really good lyricism. And they kind of sound like um, like Beastie Boys and early '90s hip hop, like really good stuff. And the kid's like 22. So, nice, sweet. Uh, that it. is my music rec for you guys. And uh, I'll pass it back to Caden so we can close out the show. <laughs> Not gonna lie, when before, you said before we close out, sorry, you're good. Go, go, Caden. Well, when he said Joey, I thought I was gonna say Joey Wheeler, and this was gonna be a YouTube <laughs> <Anyway. laughs> Joey Wheeler the third. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I was just gonna say before we go as well. Uh, also, check out Friendly Fire podcast. They've been they've been posting up their podcast um, recently as well. So make sure you check that out. Thank you, uh, yeah, so my final thoughts were just going to be shout out to uh, my boys for holding it down. Uh, last recording when I was out, Jonah did a great job posting. Aww. The uh, the game was great, Steven, and you guys had a great debate and everything. So it was fun for me to have an excuse to listen to the finished product and not know what was going to happen. So it was, it was cathartic. But yeah, uh, we're the Great Game Debate Podcast. And as always, happy gaming. Bye. Bye. As always, a big thank you to our friend Miss Riven for the music in our podcast. If you like what you hear and you want to check out more of what they have, you can pay them a visit on Twitter at capital M I S T capital R I V E N seven one nine or on Bandcamp at Miss Riven. Thanks again for tuning in. Till next time. Rom, I feel like I died the most on in my first playthrough. Rom wasn't bad for me. I, I and that's Bloodstar Beast is the one that fed me up yeah. a lot. I don't yeah. know what it was about that battle, but it broke that's... my brain. Mm. That fight was tough until I learned the important life lesson from Beyonce. To the left, to the left. You always dodge to the left. It's just a way more efficient way to not get hit and be in range to hit. Uh, <laughs> <and a month. laughs>